been almost a decade since uh, Disney bought Star Wars and brought you know two of my favorite things together in one place. And I'll I'll be honest, had some rocky moments. If I was ranking all my favorite Star Wars movies, the bottom of the list would mostly consist of some of those uh, Disney owned ones. Um, but something awesome they've done though. They gave us Disney Plus with the Mandalorian show, right? I, and I now get Star Wars TV shows, which is great for a nerd like me. And they're about to really test even my limits, I think, with how much stuff they're coming out. But in the Mandalorian, we get this cool character, uh, our, crazily enough, voiced and, and brought to life by Nick Nolte called Quill. And he's in Ugnaught. Uh, it's those little dudes that help free Han, freeze Han Solo and Carbonite. And I'm trying not to be too nerdy here. But Quill has this great thing that he says all the time. I love it. I've, I've used this on my kids because he'll say something, right? And he'll ask him a question or he'll make a statement. He'll, he'll tell someone how it's supposed to be. And then at the end of it, he goes, I've spoken. And I love it. It's like, I've spoken. I've told you what it is. We're not talking about this anymore. There it is. Like conversation over. I've spoken. God has a whole lot of I've spoken moments in Isaiah where he just lays it down and says, this is how it's going to be. This is what I'm doing. Nothing can stop me. It, there's nothing that can stop my plans. There's no one that can stop me from doing what I want to do. I've spoken. That's the end of the matter, right? Over and over, God reminds the people that, that whatever God says, it's going to happen. That his word always comes true. He says it repeatedly throughout Isaiah. You'll notice that there's no one that can stop what he's doing. God says it happens, period. End of story. Um, and yet, we still find ways to argue with it. Well, what about this? And, and and God actually kind of, I think he's poking fun at us a little bit, because this is a crazy metaphor. And Isaiah 29, he starts talking about the potter and the clay. He's like, does, does the clay turn around and tell the potter what to do? Does it tell the potter, this is what I am, this is what I'm supposed to be made into? Or is it the other way around? And he's saying, don't, don't get this confused. Don't flip this around. I'm God. I'm the one in charge. What I say is what happens. He talks about using all these different nations to do his will. He literally... Uh, calls the king of Syria a tool in his hands at one point. They're like, I'm just using him. Like, I'm using him to do what I want to do. I'm the one in charge here. And, and Isaiah 45, he, he's looking ahead 100, 150 years to, to when Cyrus is going to send the exiled people back to Jerusalem, right? And he actually names, God names Cyrus by name, says Cyrus will come. I'm sure the people listening to Isaiah talk about this are going, who the heck is Cyrus? It's going to be this Persian king that's going to come like 100, 150 years from now. He's going to send your ancestors back here to rebuild this temple that's going to get torn down, not by the Assyrians, but by the Babylonians. You don't even know the threat yet. Like God's so far ahead. It's not even funny because he's God. But Isaiah 45, if you read that chapter, he's talking about this is what's going to happen when Cyrus is king, but all of it's based on God. It's I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. More than 30 times God says, I, I will do this. I will do this. I am the Lord over and over and over again. It's all about him. He's the one in charge. He's the one at the center of all this. And this, especially the book of Isaiah, he's flexing a little bit. I am the Lord. I am the one doing this, right? He's reminding us he is God, that he is the Holy One who will come and deliver us. It's not, it's not our job to, to look at the potter and say, hey, this is what you're supposed to make me into. What are you doing? It's our job to trust that the potter knows what he's doing. Multiple times, Isaiah tells us, prepare the way for the Lord. Make, make straight the path. That's what we're supposed to do. We don't get to make the plans. We're not in charge. We're supposed to trust the one that is in charge. And and we should, because he's a whole lot smarter than us. He's a whole lot better. As Isaiah says, chapter 55, his ways are higher than ours. Right? As, as far as the heavens are above the earth, so God's thoughts are higher than my thoughts. I can't even comprehend the things he has in store, the amazing things 
that he's going to do. He had told Isaiah some of the stuff that he's talking about when it came true. Things about Jesus' birth, this virgin giving birth and all these incredible things Jesus does and the fact that he goes to the cross and suffers for our sin. Isaiah prophesied it in great detail. When we when we look back and compare, like, man, nailed it. So many cool things that God knew he was going to do and they came true. There's still a whole lot of things in Isaiah we haven't seen yet. And we should continue to trust God because he said them. And so they're going to happen. He has spoken. Now we need to listen. Love you guys. See you soon.